It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love and I want to hear your best love stories that you've never shared maybe with anyone else. If you have any questions for me, we'll talk about that too. We'll talk relationships, but listen, I got something specially for you. I've got The Rendezvous Las Vegas sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win a trip for two to Las Vegas. So you'll get two ringside VIP tickets with the cast meet and greet to see the hilarious new show Opium at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. Opium was recently named the hottest show in Las Vegas and it's from the creators of Absinthe. Along with the two VIP tickets, you'll get round-trip airfare for two and a two-night stay at the recently redesigned Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. So just enter for your chance to win right now at therendezvousshow.com, but do it before Sunday, May 19th. Bonne chance, and you call the next 855-905-8255. For more info and rules, go to therendezvousshow.com, keyword rules. If you have a question about your relationship, just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jamie. Bonjour, Simon. Oh, bonjour, Jamie. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? So I'm in a long-distance relationship that I've been in for about a year. And physically, I've only seen this person hmm, over a year, maybe a total of five or six weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, we talk all the time, though. And he wants to marry me, but at the exact same time, I feel like we have this disconnect and my brain is telling me that he doesn't really want to marry me or that he even sometimes doesn't seem to like me, if that makes any sense. But I just, I don't know what to do. I definitely don't feel ready for marriage, but how can someone want to marry you? But at the same time, you feel like maybe they don't even like you. That's interesting. So um, give me an example of where you feel he doesn't like you. Okay. Well, for example, in the beginning of the relationship, um, all of his messages were very affectionate and very loving and kind of flowery. And now I'm lucky if I get, have a nice day. I understand. And, but you say you talk all the time. So during the conversation, is the affection when you talk on the phone or on, on FaceTime or whatever, like... Yes, uh, all of the above. We do what we can. Um, uh-huh. Maybe it's uh, more like lately, once every couple of days. In the beginning, no matter how busy he was, it was every day that yeah. we would FaceTime. Okay. How much do you think you either like him, love him, or are in love with him right now? How do I feel? I just feel confused right now. I definitely okay. love him. I have love for him, but this confusion that I'm feeling now makes me wonder if we have what it takes to last. Maybe because you don't know each other well also. Um, Mm. And number two, you have an intuition like every woman in the world. And this intuition tells you he is not the one for you, right? Yes. Yes. So my advice is to follow your intuition. Okay. It's hard to hear. It's hard to admit. So if I were you, I would really trust myself. And just say, you know, all the signs that you described, the communication change and everything. And that's only after a year. What is going to be in 10 years? <laughs> Believe me, mm. it's not going to be, you know, very pretty. That's true. Okay. Very read, true. Read the sign of the universe, Jamie. That's what they're here for. Okay. 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 Uh, will do. Thank you, Simon. All right. Thank you so much and good luck to you.
You know, I just said you got to follow the signs in the universe when you're in a relationship. Let me tell you a little more about what I meant by that. Stay with me. That's next. When you're in a relationship, there's some signs, and I was telling that to Jamie, who was wondering what to do. There's some signs almost in the universe, but something that you should never ignore. For instance, uh, when you start feeling this disconnection with your partner, that's a sign that you can't ignore. You know, it's a slow sign, but slowly you feel disconnected, right? When suddenly you start checking other people, it could be on, you know, like on, on Instagram, or you just slowly your mind start to look at somebody and say, oh, interesting, right? You, you look at other people, you didn't do that before. Or your partner says something to you, and then it makes you feel like a little different about them. It's like, how can he, he or she said that? It's like, I don't know that person. You know, something, a sign you can ignore is when you're not comfortable being yourself around your partner. All those signs are key signs to respect. I'm going to tell you a story next about how I ignore them and what happened. So here's a story, true story, of when one time I was dating this girl. I was madly in love. That's about 15 years ago. And we started a great relationship, I thought, but I ignore all the signs. So yes, I think that, you know, she felt disconnected from me. I didn't realize she was checking other people out. I didn't realize that until afterwards. And and then, you know, I started to feel uncomfortable. But I ignored it because I loved her. Or I thought I did. But she didn't love me back. And then what happened? She dropped me like an old sock. And then I was heartbroken. So don't do like me, please. Do better than me. Don't ignore the sign of the universe. It doesn't mean the relationship is totally broken. It means it's time to work on it and work at it. That's my advice for this one. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. If you've been touched by love and you remember a love story that touched your heart, call me, 855-905-8255. Ivy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ivy. Welcome to The Rendezvous. You have a love story you want to share with me? I do have a love story. It's going to start out kind of sad, but I promise it's a love story and very romantic. <laughs> okay. I'm all ears. All right. So um, when I first started dating my now husband, we were like dating for two months at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, my cat, my young cat suddenly passed away because of like a heart defect. I didn't know oh, she had. I'm sorry about that. Thank you. Um, but again, like we had just been casually dating like for two months. Um, I didn't know who else to call. So I called him. And he, he literally dropped everything. He came home from work and was like, I'll help you, like, handle this whole situation. And then let's go for a hike. Let's be outside. Let's just keep you active and out of, mm-hmm. you know, your brain. And so he just he literally took care of me the whole day. And um, afterwards, we went into the shower because, you know, we were hiking and just, like, everything from the day. And I just started crying. And it was the first time I cried in front of him. And I just didn't know what to do, like, with myself and everything because it was so shocking. And it was the first time I had to, like, really deal with, mm-hmm. like, death that, like, hands-on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he ended up, like, washing me just, like, in a very caring, loving way. Not in an ooh-la-la way or anything, but it was very much like a, I love you. I'm here for you. Like, mm-hmm. I will literally pick up your foot and wash it for you. I see. Very caring. Yeah. How did that make you feel? It made me feel seen and... I don't know, just like a, a human, and this is life, and you know, it's really wonderful. It's very beautiful, and you know who does that in family? Who, When that happens outside of a love relationship, it's when a mom does that to a baby, right? So when you're a baby, your mom gives you a bath, your mom you know, gives you a shower. And so I think this is a caring way that sometimes, like you said, it has nothing to do with ooh or erotic. 
It's just a sign of caring and loving. And I think, you know, that's what it did for you. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that story. It is sad because you lost your cat, but and I'm sorry for that because I love animals, but I'm so glad the way he reacted to this and he took such great care of you. And that's an example for all of us. So thank you so much for sharing that, Ivy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you and have a good night. You too. Oh, I got to go to my email now. I got a good one. There's a lady who has a problem with a man for one specific reason. I'm going to help her next. Stay with me. What do you do if you have a problem with you, man, but you can't call me? You can always email me your problem at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on with Sherry? All right, so this email comes from Sherry that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sherry. I met a great guy, and we've been out three times, and I really, really like him, but I hate his beard. Mm. It's long and gross, and food always gets caught in it, but every single other thing about him is awesome. Do you think it's okay for me to ask him to shave it? And if so, how should I ask? Sherry, that's a great question. If you find somebody wonderful, there's one thing you need them to change to have the full package. How do you say to somebody who shaved the beard? I'll tell you that next. So let's just say you find a great man and that you've been dating for three weeks, like Sherry just emailed me, but you hate his beard. It's long and gross. And she said it gets disgusting because food always gets caught into it. And she want to know how to ask your man to shave his beard. Well, listen, you say very nicely, after a good meal, so he's in a good mood, because you remember, hungry man is grumpy man. So he's well fed. And he said, listen, you know, I love you. No, you say, I really care for you. We have such great time. But listen, I can't deal with the beard anymore. What do you mean? Listen, it's just, I just can't. I just, it turns me off. So can you please shave the beard for me? Because he's not going to shave it for himself, so be honest, for me. And then if he says yes, you have the man of your life, maybe. If he says no, it means he prefers the beard, then you, and you know what to do then. All right? So be honest, be kind, but be direct when it comes to those things. All right? Good luck to you. And any other questions, you just call me now, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? I'm here. Emily, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Emily. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Thank you. So I have a little bit of a dilemma. Uh, my husband and I recently found out that we are having a baby. Oh, congrats. And thank you. It's very exciting. Very. Um, but the issue is um, the name. And we can't really seem to <laughs> come to a <laughs> any kind of agreement so and we still have a long way to go but i'm just wondering how you think i should approach this and ultimately get my way (laughs) oh oh, okay emily (laughs) what are we talking names wise so where are you what would be the names just and then his so i just want to see how far the difference and the distance is between the two well okay so the thing is is that i have all these names which i've planned out forever you know and he doesn't have any he just says no Okay, so I have an idea. So, because you don't know if it's a girl or a boy yet, do you? Um, no, okay. I don't. Okay, so you pick five of your favorite first name for a boy, five of your favorite first name for a girl, right? Okay. And then you tell him to do the same thing and put on a piece of paper, five little pieces of paper for boys, for girls. You put the whole thing in a vase, and then he can pick, or you can pick the one, right? So you agreed that no matter what name will come out of the vase... Is the, is the name 
that will carry your child. Oh, I don't know about that, Simon. I mean, don't you think that I have any kind of leverage? I'm carrying this child. So, <laughs> yes, but here's why it's not just so much about you, but about the child, and I want the father to love the name too. Because yeah. it's the way his father's going to address him or her. It's for years and years. I want the dad to also love the name and not okay. resent the name. So maybe you pick your three favorite names, and if he doesn't agree, you say, listen, you pick your three favorite, and we leave it to like God's will. It's like that's just the way it's destiny. It's meant to be. But you guys meant have to, to – yeah, and you have to agree beforehand that no matter what names comes out, it's on. Okay. All right. You can yeah, always have, have just. To think about that. You should because this is the only way around. I mean, I can't give you an argument to convince him he's going to resent you for this and resent the child. I, I don't want that. It's too much at stake. Yeah. Okay, I think that's good advice. So Thank you, Simon. You're going to have to put all that in the vase, the magic vase. <laughs> the magic vase. <laughs> the magic. I would, I would, I would use a navy blue vase. It, it brings good luck because my mother say blue brings good luck. She always told me Ooh, that something blue. Okay, good idea. Okay. <laughs> All right. You. All right, Emily. Good luck with that and, and thank you for calling. Have a good night. Thanks too. Bye-bye. Bye. I just got a message at the rendezvous show on Facebook. I'm gonna answer that one next. You have a question you don't know what to do, but you can, darling, always send me a message on my Facebook at Rendezvous Show. Trisha, what's this message? All right, so this Facebook message comes from Skylar that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Skylar. I'm dating a man who has two kids, which I have no problem with whatsoever, but he spends every weekend with them at their mom's house. They sleep in separate rooms, and he tells me that I have nothing to worry about and that he just wants to spend as much time as possible as a family. But I feel like this is weird for two reasons. One, because I don't get to see him on the weekends, and two, because he's sleeping at his ex's house. Should I be okay with this, or is this a red flag? Skylar, that's a great question. Should you ever let your boyfriend spend his weekend and sleep at his ex's house because you have kids with her? Let's talk about that next. Here's a very interesting question, actually. If you date somebody who has two kids, would you let them spend almost every weekend at the ex's house to spend more time with the kids, and not see them on the weekend. Would you be okay with that? That's the question Skylar sent me at the rendezvous show. Skylar, personally, it would not be okay with me. I don't think when you're dating somebody, they should spend the full weekend and sleep at the ex's house, even if they have kids with them. I just, I don't think I could deal with it. So it's not jealousy. It's I want to spend some of the weekends with my, my girlfriend or you want to spend it with your partner. So I think, Skylar, you have to talk to him and don't accept the unacceptable. And so... It's a red flag, but it's up to you to resolve it by talking to him and said, no mas, no more, or you're out of it. That's my advice to you, Skylar. Thank you for your message. You call that next, 855-905-8255. I'm here. Any question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Lindsay, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lindsay. How can I help you tonight? What's going on? So I need some relationship advice. Uh, my husband and I, we've been together 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been the same ooh-la-la for you know, the, almost the entire time. You know, In the beginning, it was really spontaneous, really fun. We tried new things, but it just kind of got boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spice it up a little bit, and he's just really not into it. I see. 
and is that something you guys talked about uh, a lot or you kind of like accepted it or uh, we've talked about it a bit I kind of accepted it and now I'm to the point where I'm not okay with accepting it anymore <laughs> you, you've had enough yeah I just I want to experiment and try new things I understand I mean you know in a marriage that's the best place to do this uh, his answer is because he's uncomfortable he's somebody not so much into ulala it's I mean, because you said at the beginning of your relationship, before you got married, it was fun and exciting, and now it's boring. So what do you think made him change to this kind of boring ooh-la-la part? Well, I don't know that he's really changed, but he he works a lot. And so he kind of just, he comes home and he wants to sit in front of the TV and not really pay attention to me. And I mean, I guess it stems off from that. So I yep. thought maybe spicing things up would get him more excited about it. So, okay, so I'm glad you said that. Um, the real talk to have is not so much yet about the ooh-la-la. It's why he's not that excited when you guys go home, right? You have to create way before the ooh-la-la an excitement for each other. So what gets you together happily? What is the activity besides ooh-la-la that you like to do together? Uh, we like to take our dog for a walk. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh, you like to bicycle? Do you like to, I don't know, play... Uh, sports or do you, is there anything else yeah we we have bicycles we like to ride our bikes because i think Lindsay, one of the things that can help both is a you have a talk about him about that you know you're not happy with this that it's you, both each other responsibility to keep the ulala alive but before to get there i think you have to say the truth listen i feel like you know sometimes very lonely in this marriage I feel a little bored. I want to know how you feel, and you ask him. And then let's say let's do a lot of things, right? And I want his energy to go back up. I want him to be excited. I want him to be spontaneous again. And when you are outside or when you are doing different things, who knows? Some ulala might even happen. Okay. You know, you gotta. I like that. You gotta wake up the beast in him. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll work. I'll work on that. <laughs> Slowly but so surely. All right, Lindsay. Good luck with that, and and have a good night. Thank you. You as well. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye, Stay with me because I've got something very special for you coming up next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. And you know, because you're listening, you have a chance to enter The Rendezvous Las Vegas sweepstakes. Yep. Just listen to this. Enter for your chance to win a trip for two to Las Vegas. You'll get two ringside VIP tickets with a cast meet and greet to see the hilarious new show Opium at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. Opium was recently named the hottest show in Las Vegas and is from the creators of Absinthe. Along with the two VIP tickets, you'll get round-trip airfare for two and a two-night stay at the recently redesigned Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. So just enter for your chance to win right now at therendezvousshow.com, but do it before Sunday, May 19th. Bonne chance et bonne nuit. For more info and rules, go to therendezvousshow.com, keyword rules. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.